communication is key in my life. That's like one of the top things I resort to in any situation is just talking to people about how you feel. Because in reality, as you said, there are a lot of kids that go through parents divorcing. Some younger, some older, some in the teens, some maybe when they're 30 and their parents are in their 60s and they divorce. Hi, this is Shalom Sosin, the host of the Teenage Impact Podcast. And I'm here to inspire you as a teenage kid to overcome any struggle in life, anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, relationship issues, struggles at home, between your friends, bullying, whatever they may be. I interview people from all around the world who are making an impact and who have had similar struggles like you are going through. And I interview them on how they overcame them and how you can too. Before I continue with this interview, I provided a free guide, a link in the description. Go ahead, click on it. It's the seven quick and easy ways to feel better about yourself. So if you're in a funk and you don't know what to do, I've compiled these tips based off of my own experiences and the people I have interviewed. If you know someone else that's in the funk, your classmate, your friend, your family member, the Teenage Impact Podcast is the best podcast for any teenage kid to feel inspired to overcome their struggle and make an impact. Today's guest is Anthony Barry Thompson. Anthony has faced struggles from day one. His parents got divorced at the age of th- three. He has switched household from his mom's house to his dad's house to his mom's house to his dad's house 12 or 13 times. And he has switched schools eight times. He was bullied in his teen years for being skinny. And he couldn't find the right friend group who shared his passion. But he slowly made a name for himself by getting into photography and videography. Now he has over 450,000 followers on TikTok and inspiring a whole community to get over mental health issues. Give it up for Anthony Baritonson. Hi, thank you, Anthony. Thank you for really um, coming on this podcast. I really do appreciate it, man. No problem at all. I'm happy to be here. As soon as I got your DM about it, I was hopping to the opportunity just because I'm wanting to get on more podcasts recently. So I was excited. Okay. Okay. You mentioned to me before, you know, this podcast interview that you did a lot of hopping around from school to school, Mm -hmm. from household to household. Can you really talk about that story? Gotcha. So yeah, growing up, obviously I had like a lot of Americans and just people in general. Um, My parents got divorced at an early age. I was about three years old when they divorced. So originally that's not the most ideal situation as you know, you're growing up having two Christmases, two birthdays and a bunch of different holidays and stuff at different households. Due to that, on top of a bunch of other personal issues, uh, we were switching houses. I think I moved like I want to say like 12 or 13 times before high school, just between different houses and then back and forth between Kansas and Missouri. And uh, also with the moving kind of came with switching schools. So I did switch schools eight times growing up elementary schools. And then also I went to two different high schools. So there was just a bunch of moving around, struggled to maintain the same friend groups and was really struggling in just that sense, just because it's not the most ideal situation, obviously as a kid who's trying to, you know, grow up and chase his dreams to, constantly be losing people you're getting relationships with etc and how did that really affect you to be honest lonely a lot of the time I'll be honest uh, especially because since I am super super into the creative community of just being a videographer and photographer as well as being very interested in the entrepreneurial community 
Um, every time I would switch schools, I'd be trying to find people that had similar interests to me. But since I'm from Kansas City, Missouri in the Midwest, there's not a lot of people that are into, you know, entrepreneur type things, chasing your dreams, you know, Hollywood, girls, cars, just like, like chasing your dreams is pretty much what I'm saying. Just that kind of lifestyle and that whole process. But like that in middle school? That's yeah. In middle school, I was always interested in entrepreneurial stuff. I actually have a recording um, when I was That's in preschool. Awesome. When I was in preschool, a teacher was asking the class everything what they wanted to be when they were older. And I legit said CEO and my mom has it recorded. <laughs> um, so I've always been interested in that from a young age. But due to the fact I was switching schools and all that stuff, um, could never find the right group of people to get involved with, with really changed when I started learning about Gary Vaynerchuk and networking and providing free value to people. Um, I started DMing a ton of people on Instagram. And that's really how I came across, you know, Casey and that whole community of people, as well as a bunch of people in the creative, you know, videography, photography, travel space, and just a bunch of people who like changing lives. So I primarily had my friend group in different parts of the country, and I was just FaceTiming them to, you know, build that relationship for when I traveled. That's, that's pretty good. Let's go back, you know, to your parents being divorced at three and you um, really traveling a lot. How were you traveling a lot? Were you switching back and forth from your mom and dad? Or how did that work? Yeah, so I was primarily with my mom a majority of the time. And God bless her heart because she raised me to be a good person. Christian household, so all about that, which also had a really big impact on who I've become now and just my ambitions and everything like that. But I was switching between mom and dad's house, you know, every couple of weeks before, um, you know, summer, we'd stay at my dad's for two weeks and my mom's for two weeks. And it was just a constant back and forth process. And when we were moving, it was all around the Kansas City metropolitan area. So pretty much, you know, just back and forth, maybe we're on the Kansas side, maybe we're on the Missouri side, kind of just depend, but it was always just that back and forth between mom and dad's house. Okay. Besides, having a hard time with finding people that you can relate to? Were there any other struggles that were directly related to that? Just finding people to relate to. I guess in high school, bullying kind of became a factor, um, mainly because I was skinnier, wanting to play football and kind of just get into different friend groups. I was really passionate about sports. So I was getting bullied for being like skinny, wanting to play football and stuff like that. And also it was always weird being around, um, my friends parents and stuff and friends siblings and just friends of friends who are like oh what are you interested in doing what do you do and then having to explain to them you know I'm wanting to travel for a living making videos I want to you know drive fast cars be able to provide for my fam family buy my mama house in Italy do all these crazy things that a lot of people in Kansas City aren't completely familiar with so along with the process of that was just getting bullied about what I was passionate about since it's just so foreign to so many people who you know, are and all in the, you know, go to school, go to college, get a job, bro. And it's just different to see people who want to do stuff other than that. Mm -hmm. Man, I wish I had a friend like you back in high school because yeah, I have a very similar story, but I didn't admit to myself I wanted to be an entrepreneur up until probably when I was 20, 21 years old. Mm -hmm. But I always knew in middle school and high school, I wanted to be one deep inside, but I never fully told anyone. Yeah, yeah, because no, I completely relate to that. Your whole life you're told that become a doctor, become an engineer, become whatever, get a high paying job and that's it. Yeah. When you found Build Your Empire mm -hmm. and that formed, what how old were you? 
Um, I was 18 when I found out about Build Your Empire and started talking to Kieran and uh, Casey specifically and Jeff, uh, JR Garage. So I was 18 when I came across all of them um, and started talking to them over Instagram. DM is originally how we met, which specifically was because I was doing personal training with Kieran. Since I know a lot about calisthenics and stuff, he was actually using one of my workout plans. Mm -hmm. You're interested in videography and photography and entrepreneurship. Yep. Everyone is interested in different things, but it's mm -hmm. very hard to find that friend group that has the same interests as you. For sure. What would you tell those people who are stuck with their friends in high school and classmates and seeing when different parents are asking them what you want to be when you grow up? What would you tell them to do? Literally pursue whatever passion it is you have at the time. I know a lot of people, me specifically, changed passions a lot. You know, I wanted to be in the NBA, the NFL, <laughs> and stuff like that. It's always constantly changing. But for those of you, middle school, high school, focus on your passions. Do what makes you happy outside of school. Whatever free time you have, just pursue that passion. If you can't find friends in your hometown or maybe you try clubs at school and it still doesn't work, I always recommend social media. There was a period when I first was in college where I could not find anybody at the college. Nobody in Kansas City was into the same stuff as me. So my friends were my main friend group from middle school and stuff, obviously. But I was FaceTiming all my entrepreneur friends, all my videographer, photographer friends from Instagram um, when I would be working at home on my desk. So if you can't find friends in your city or maybe you just lack that supportive community of people, definitely go online, take advantage of Facebook groups, Instagram groups, and just DMing people. Like provide some free value to people. That's what I did. And that's how I got in with a lot of, that's how I got in with Casey and stuff like that was um, pretty much just using the networking strategy of providing free value to get in to people's circles because you're not originally if you dm somebody they're most of the time not going to respond if they're someone popular and you're not really providing them any free value so i think the free value strategy is really good in getting in contact with people that you want to be around okay okay and do you still hang around your non-entrepreneurial friends Yes, 100% of the time. I uh, re I recently moved back to Kansas City, back from Arizona. I was living in Arizona from February and then till June. And then in June, I moved back here. So here I have a few entrepreneur friends, but I've kind of mainly gone back to that thing where I'm FaceTiming everybody that I like talking to. And then here I always hang out with my friends from high school, friends from elementary school, who are just like my day ones who have supported me throughout the entire process, just to be around that supportive group of people that aren't going to hate or do anything negative. But yeah, I still hang out with a lot of them. I highly recommend people keeping those types of friends as well, just because it's a good break from um, the, you know, business, 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 like grind mentality. So yeah, yeah, I hang out with my friends still. Mm -hmm. Tell us your experience with bullying. With bullying, like I said a little bit earlier, uh, it was primarily just because I was being skinny and just wanting to do different things that weren't normal to a majority of people. Um, what I always tell people in my live streams and my followers is if anybody's going through any sort of bullying, communication is really key when it comes to that, in my opinion, communication and praying about it. But the main thing being, you know, praying, obviously, but going back to communication, if you're somebody that's getting bullied, you need to communicate that to somebody, no matter who it is, you need to communicate it to somebody if you want that to change. I know a lot of the time people tell me like, oh, my bully is like going to threaten me or hurt me if I tell somebody that it's happening. You got to tell people so they can protect you from that. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your parents, tell your friends' parents. But if people don't know about it, then it's 
mainly not going to stop until you can take the actions to actually make it stop. I know what it's like. It's not fun. Um, that's the whole reason I started working out was because I was skinny and I was like tired of being that skinny kid. So I got in the gym, got bigger and stuff like that and took the actions needed to, you know, prevent bullying from happening later in life. And now you have a fitness podcast. I do have a fitness podcast. Yes. Called fitness alignment. I'm not as active on it as I used to be, but I do post once a month minimum. I need to do more, but I'm, as you know, I've been focusing on TikTok and stuff recently since that's what's doing the best for me right now. Uh-huh. But I do have a fitness podcast that uh, does talk about specifically fitness, but also just, you know, bettering your life, taking the necessary steps into achieving your dreams, your goals, and just being in like a good routine on a daily basis. So I bring in a lot of cool people there that helps helps not only me, but helps my listeners achieve that. Uh-huh. What's the biggest lesson you have learned since actually starting your fitness journey besides getting bigger? <laughs> Obviously, um, biggest lesson I've learned with fitness is definitely the self-discipline. One of the, I think it was my second or third year into working out. I think it was my second or third. Into working out doing calisthenics specifically, which is body weight workouts for those of you that aren't familiar. I came across a guy named Christian Guzman. He owns uh, the company called Alphalete Athletics. Super good clothing company. They have an insanely awesome gym in Houston, Texas that I love going to. Through him, he started this thing called Summer Shredding. And that was kind of the first thing I came across. I was like, okay. This is the time for the next 90 days. You are going to put your body to the test. You are going to commit to working out every day, dieting, and really doing a physique show. It was the first time I kind of actually dedicated myself because of fitness to doing something. So for 90 days, I always I have the posters hung up downstairs from that originally calendar because I was marking it all on a calendar. Committed 90 days to uh, getting super shredded, super big, and just dieting and really telling myself and teaching myself and letting myself know that I can, you know, commit to something for 90 days. And at the end of the 90 days, see the results of what my hard work did. And I use that in different aspects of my life, knowing that, okay, if I want to grow this business, if I want to network with this people, if I want to grow my audience to this amount, I can do that if I really take the time to dedicate and really make it happen. And I just know at the end of it, it will happen if I just commit a certain amount of time to doing it. How can a 16-year-old use discipline? 16-year-old use discipline. I think, I think that's definitely something that's really good to establish early, specifically with discipline. Setting up routines. If you're playing sports, really utilizing that to learn discipline. I know a lot of people that play football, volleyball, different sports. Got to have a lot of discipline. And when it comes to um, you got to go to practice, you got to go home, you got to do your homework, you got to eat and do other things in a certain amount of time. But learning discipline at a young age, super, super, super beneficial because you're going to be using that throughout your entire life. And as a 16 year old, I just figure out what you're passionate about and really chase your dreams. Like I was saying a little bit earlier and using discipline to really get those dreams going, figuring out really kind of maybe what you're interested in. I know a lot of people don't have a lot of stuff figured out at the age of 16, but whatever interests you, I guarantee that you definitely should be trying it because you got to try put your hand in a bunch of different things, see what you're interested in. Because when you're that young, you definitely have a lot of time to experiment with things. And establishing that discipline is something that's going to really benefit you in the long run. Yeah, Warren Buffett, one of the richest people in the world, he has this quote saying that don't try to be successful first. Learn how, I don't know the exact quote, but learn Mm -hmm. the discipline to be successful, the habits it takes to be successful. So if you are prepping for college, 
if you are playing a sport, if you have a leadership position of extracurricular activity, if you have a side hustle while still going to school, don't try so much focus on that goal. Focus on waking up at five o'clock in the morning an extra hour earlier to go running while your teammates are not going running. Focus on getting all your homework done throughout the week so on the weekends you can work on your side hustle. Focus on networking or reading one hour every single day while other people your age are not doing it because in five to 10 years, you're going to be that much more ahead than people. I agree a hundred percent. Let's, let's talk about your podcast. I listened to one episodes and uh, one of the episodes you mentioned that your mores and values have to be aligned with your life. Dig mm-hmm. a little bit deeper into that. Morals and values are definitely a huge lesson that I had to learn earlier this year, actually. A lot of people look over morals and values, and a lot of people don't even know what their morals and values are because they don't take the time to really analyze it, write it down, and keep track of it. And I was one of those people up until um, about June, July this year is when I figured really that out and really that that mattered because your moral, if you change your morals, you change your values, you change your life. That's from a Tony Robbins book, uh, Waking the Giant Within, one of my favorite books I've ever read. But I was pretty much earlier this year, I let my morals and values go to shit. Um, Sorry for cussing. (laughs) They got completely out of line. With all the people I was around, money was really a priority and a main focus of mine, Um, as well as the people around me. There were so many people my age, I'm assuming you know a lot of them, uh, just younger people who are making millions of dollars, hundreds and thousands of dollars at such a young age. And those were all my main friends. And I felt like I was behind in the fact that I wasn't at that point yet. And I was really holding myself to a pedestal that I really didn't deserve to be at and really wasn't going to be at for a long time. I wasn't patient. So I was doing everything I was doing for money. I got involved with things that weren't me. I got involved with some cannabis, CBD stuff, shooting different videography and photography stuff that I normally wouldn't shoot. And really, I just fell out of myself. I became somebody else, right? And that all ended when I... Um, got drugged by a bunch of people that I trusted. And that night after that whole experience and about ending up in the hospital and almost dying, I got, I brought myself back to Kansas City. I booked a plane ticket at 1am in the morning, flew back before anybody woke up and really just reestablished myself and found God again, came back to God, realigned my morals and values. And that's when I actually realized that money was my priority. And that should be like, not even on my top 10 list, which it's not now. I do everything I do now to provide value to others, to provide value to my family, myself. And guys, write to, take the time, just Google it, watch a YouTube video on how to properly write out your morals and values, how to realign them, because it's super, super accurate that if you change your morals, you change your values, you change your life. What would you say your top three values are? Right now, my religion, family, and um, just passion, happiness, I think would be passion, happiness would be that third spot. Mm-hmm. But if I don't have a relationship, since I'm Christian, um, having a relationship with God is my number one focus now. He saved my, my ass multiple times and I cannot thank him enough. And that's what I preach a lot to a lot of my followers. If they're going through stuff to just take a quick, take, take a time out of your day to pray have a little faith, um, et cetera. And then family, obviously, because 
no matter who you have in your life right now, whoever leaves you, whatever friends you make, whatever, the only people that are going to be there for you, no matter what happens in any situation is your family. They're not leaving. Those are the people you got put on this earth with. So that's definitely a big priority of mine too, keeping them happy and doing things for my family to keep them happy. And then, like I said, the third one, passion and happiness, uh, mainly motivated and kind of influenced by Gary Vaynerchuk a little bit with Tony Robbins. Those are two of my favorite people to watch. But if you're not happy, if you're not doing what you're passionate about in life, I really, you're going to be depressed, to be honest, because there's a lot of people that get stuck in that rabbit hole of going into that nine to five job. And then boom, 20 years go by and they realize, oh my God, like what happened to that thing I wanted to do? Like I'm freaking 40 now and I haven't achieved anything that I wanted to achieve by now. So making sure that you commit while you're young to doing whatever makes you happy, whatever you're passionate about, chasing that dream until you drop dead is definitely a passion of mine. (laughs) (laughs) Do you ever find that sometimes your values are slipping besides that one huge moment in your life? I definitely catch myself a few times um, in regards to that. How do you change it once you catch yourself? So I do catch myself slipping sometimes with my morals and values. There are situations that I do start worrying about money again. Like, oh, I got maybe a court date coming up. Maybe I have these college bills that are coming in. I have to worry about now a car bill. And money's part of life. It's definitely something that is super annoying, to be honest, to deal with. But sometimes I do catch myself worrying a lot about that. And the way I purposely get myself back on track is by having faith in God is the main thing. Um, my religion is just super important to me. So having faith that God's going to get me through whatever situation I'm going through is definitely my step one. And then also with the morals and values, sometimes I start like losing track of why I started specifically with TikTok recently is a good example of that. I had an insane amount of growth in October and I really, I kind of got used to it. A lot of people, honestly, when you get, you'll get used to things. When I had the fortune of moving into the Build Your Empire house, which you've seen, I was like, it starstruck at first, you know, crazy house, etc. And over time, I got used to it. Getting used to things is definitely a huge problem. But back to TikTok with that, I got used to the followers I was getting, I got used to all the numbers. And then this month, I'm just I got super, super prioritized about keeping my numbers up, continuing the growth, etc. And kind of forgetting about the reason I started, which was helping people, making people smile, making people laugh, etc. So anytime I catch myself slipping, I really dedicate a day to remember why I started. And then I say a quick prayer and really just readjust my morals and values. And the main thing is just remembering why you started, in my opinion. Okay. And what's your TikTok about? Um, pretty much, I just use TikTok. It's I do comedy primarily on TikTok. That's I more of my... Inter- funny. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's my pr- pretty much my entertainment platform, I would say, other than maybe Instagram and YouTube. I do a bunch of different things on different platforms and different niches, but priority is TikTok right now just because the audience is getting so big. I use that to organically drive traffic to my Instagram, to my Snapchat, to my Discord community, and it's just been a super, super good platform to be using right now for that just because there's so much organic reach. Um, Just because the platform's so new that in LinkedIn, you're able to get viral content pretty easily if you just put in the time, put in the numbers, et cetera. But you just get so much organic traffic to your Instagram and other sources that I'm just I'm just taking advantage of it for the time being. That's great. Uh, One final question. Let's go back to, you know, the beginning of the episode where I talk about where you you talk about how you switch from home to home, from school Mm -hmm. to school. 
there are many kids out there with divorced parents where I even have friends who've done this, where they hop from their mother's house to their father's house to their mother's house to their father's house. Mm-hmm. Same scenario, two separate birthdays, two separate holidays, everything that's yep. just a battle between the kid. How can someone deal with that when it's too much for them? Definitely communicating. The main thing I preach is like everything goes back to communication in regards to everything. Like if you're angry, if you're frustrated, et cetera, really communicating to the person that made you angry, communicate to whatever situations making you frustrated. Communication is key in my life. That's like one of the top things I resort to in any situation is just talking to people about how you feel. Because in reality, as you said, there are a lot of kids that go through parents divorcing, some younger, some older, some in the teens, some maybe when they're 30 and they're parents are in their 60s and they divorce there's so many people out there that are going through the same situation as you if not a thousand times worse maybe your dad passes away maybe your dad like is in the military and gets shipped out to you know afghanistan the middle east and your mom's at home and they divorce and you don't even see your dad for the next six years there's so many situations that can just be 10 times worse really communicating to either either parent maybe a counselor maybe friends um, talking to people at your school, I guarantee in your community of people that there is another person going through a similar situation as you. And really taking the time to talk to that person, you know, talk out your feelings, how you're feeling, get advice from them and get advice from people online, people in person. There's a, there's a ton of resources, but my main point and the main thing in this podcast is communication is definitely key in any situation, no matter how nerve wracking it may be to tell somebody what you're going through. It's a very, very good skill to learn. And I guarantee you afterwards, it's going to pay off not only for that situation, but in the rest of your life. That's a great lesson to learn. Communication is key. Mm-hmm. The relationship, the boyfriend, girlfriend, whether it's with your parents, whether it's with your siblings, your classmates, your friends, your teachers, communication. If something is bothering you, don't think that communicating with the other person makes you weak or makes you look soft. For sure. Actually, you know, it actually not only makes you look stronger, it's going to fix the problem. Not all the time, mm-hmm. but most of the time, if you just communicate with them, it will fix the problem. By communicating, I don't mean having things go your way. I mean, actually listen to why the problem is happening. Yes, exactly. Anthony, do you have any other last tips? Guys, just be grateful is the main thing. I think a lot, I always, what I've been preaching a lot recently is just human connection and being grateful. With social media nowadays, people like on Instagram specifically, I think this is the main issue. People just show off this picture perfect life. And it's like a highlight reel where people never talk about the struggles they're facing on a daily basis. When in reality, 99% of people are going through some sort of struggle, some sort of suffering. And people really need to have that human connection that they're putting back into their daily interactions with people. You need to be human. Go compliment somebody, make their day, make them smile because you never know what somebody's going through. So being as kind and generous and caring to each individual you run into, I think is something that I preach a lot. So that's that's the main thing I like getting across. Awesome. Be, be grateful. For sure. For sure. And where can people find you? If you guys are interested in any of the stuff I do, um, the main place to find me is on Instagram, which is Anthony Bertonson, B-E-R-T-O-N-C-I-N. Just one word, no spaces. Through there, you can find my podcast. You can find my TikTok account and my YouTube and all that stuff. But I guess the easiest way, since I know people are lazy, is just checking out my Instagram. Mm-hmm. And for my subscribers, if you're tuning in for the first time, go ahead. My Instagram handle name is in the description, at Shalom Salson. Go ahead, follow me, DM me. 
there's been a lot of people that is asking to be in my close friends group. So go ahead, be on my close friends group because I would talk about strategies that I don't talk about in my podcast, on my YouTube, or on my Instagram. So go ahead, DM me as well. Anthony, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, my brother. No problem. I appreciate you taking the time to want to have me on your podcast. And I really appreciate this opportunity. Awesome. Take care. Take care, brother. Anthony knew he was special at such an early age in life. When he was younger, at five or six or four years old, his mom asked him what he wanted to be when he grew up. And his mom has a recording of him saying he wants to be a CEO. But when he was growing up, he felt like he was different than everyone else. While everyone else was pursuing a profession, he wanted to have his own business and take control of his life. And he didn't feel like he related to the other kids. When his parents, when other people's parents asked him what he wanted to be when he grew up, he didn't know how to answer that question. He felt that other people didn't really understand when he said he wanted to travel the world and make money and provide his mom with this lavish lifestyle. He eventually found his community of other entrepreneurs where he can relate to their drive, their ambition, and their ability to make a difference in this community. Now, he's gone through a fair share of his struggles. And the biggest takeaway I would say for this podcast episode is to overcome any struggle with anyone, whether it's your friends, whether it's with your family members, your parents. Communication is key. Because if you don't have communication, you're going to keep everything in and it's going to kill you inside. It's literally going to destroy you and you're just going to have bottled up feelings that's going to change you forever or for a very long time. So the, the quicker you have communication with the other person, and you may or may not fix a problem, but you're better off communicating with that person and attempting to fix a problem and how you feel than if you just keep everything inside. So if you're facing challenges with anyone in your life, parents, family members, cousins, teachers, parent, uh, friends, parents, your friends, communicate with them because you're better off communicating than staying quiet. I hope you look forward to my next episode. If this is really making a difference in your life, go ahead. If you're on iOS and Apple, rate and review my podcast. I want this podcast to be ranked higher so other people discover it and other teenagers can feel that impact that we are making in the community. Until next time, peace.